welcome to the Improvised Wikipedia Podcast. I'm here sweating my butt off Who with my me? dear friend, Glenn Tickle. Oh, I don't smell great, and for that I apologize. Who are you here with, bud? I'm with my friend John Lunger, but I, 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 I feel like I stink a little bit because it's so hot and I don't like it. One, I stink equally as much. We're still in that heat wave. Two, you're sitting easily 10 feet away from me. I cannot smell you. That's true. And, I mean, that's more just kind of the layout of your your attic yeah. that we're in. Yeah. It's not – we're not doing it because we don't want to smell each other. It's no, no. But it's an added benefit in this very specific situation. It's true. I have avoided considering a window air conditioning unit. I don't like putting them in. I hate it. Do not like it. We have three of them for the three bedrooms in our house. And putting them in and taking them out is so stressful. Mm-hmm. I hate doing it. Yep. It's it's a one-man operation that my wife insists on trying to help me with. And then all we do is argue about the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. And then every time I just think, like, I'm just going to do it when she's at work. Right? I'll just put them in. And then it won't. But I hate doing it so much I can't. Yeah, no. I can't just do it. I I am just convinced I'm going to drop it out of a third floor window. I yeah, you I, might I just, do that. I have a ranch house, so yeah. I, that's that's not a concern. So, um but we just put in a new wall air conditioner. So we have we have on either end of our house, mm-hmm. in our living room and in our dining room, there's two wall air conditioners like through the wall. Yeah. The one in the living room old but worked. The one in the dining room has not worked in the 13-ish years we've had this house. Okay. Just didn't use it. wasn't that big of a deal. We are going to replace the other one. We're like, well, we'll get a new one over there too. Right. Right? And then maybe the combined force of these two will eliminate the need for futzing with the wall, yeah, the window unit. We need it in bedrooms. But we couldn't find one small enough to fit in the dining room. The one in the living room, the max, the guy who did it, his name is Greg. I don't remember his last name or the name of his business. Or I'd happily plug him. Just call a guy named Greg. See if he'll fix your stuff. Okay. Greg's great. Okay. He came, measured everything. He's like, these, the numbers, the only number I remember is that the one in the living room, he's 69. like, the widest it can be is 25 inches. I'm like, cool. Pass that information along to my wife, who was going to order the air conditioner. She ordered, so you get the air conditioner, and then you also get a sleeve, which is like a box. You put in the hole in the wall, and you put the air conditioner into the sleeve. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The one she ordered was 26 inches wide. Well, that's not going to fit, Glenn. It can only be 25 Correct. inches wide. So Greg comes back and says, hey, the sleeve is too big. I said, it can only be 25 inches, and this one's 26. I'm like, well, that that is one more. You do have a point there, Greg. Yeah, he got you. And then I texted my wife. I was like, hey, the sleeve is too big. It's one too many. Uh, the widest it can be is 25, and the one that you ordered is 26 inches. And she said, I thought it would fit. And oh, no. I'm like, I don't yeah, I, I don't know what to do with that. There's yeah. a guy here to install air conditioner that's not going to fit. Yeah. He's like, what I could do is I could make the hole bigger. Yeah. But that's a lot of work. 
it's easier and cheaper for you uh-huh. if you just order the right one and right. I'll come back. Okay. So you didn't choose that, did you? At first, I was like, I don't know, man. You're here, yeah. right? It's going to be hot. So let's just get this done. God, it's this, fine. This story has everything. Make that hole bigger, bud. And then he went and looked in the other, like the outside part of the hole, and he's like, I really think you should just get the other one. <laughs> and I'm like, I, you know about holes more than me, I guess. That's go. That's fine. So we tried to order the other one, but there was a, a change in the industry standard for through-the-wall air conditioners between when this very old one was put in and now. So you cannot buy a 25-inch air conditioner sleeve oh, no. anywhere. They don't exist in the world anymore. Oh, no. So he did eventually come back, made the hole bigger. Oh, boy. And put the other one in. But we still don't have one on the other side of the house. I still have to put these stupid window units in. It's 90,000 degrees outside. Yeah. And now you come over to your friend John's house to record. It's even hotter. Yeah. Hey, let's go upstairs in the attic. In the hottest place I've ever been in in my life. Yeah. Well, that feels hyperbolic. Nope. It's the hottest place. Hey, uh, we'll put your pants back on there. I just want to... just want to move. Just want to move? I just want to move to a different country. Which one? I don't even care at this point <laughs> well like, i mean i mean i look, do things are bad like but, i do care yeah. but like there's probably 10 that i'd be like yeah okay w- what's just like one of those 10 top of the top of the list australia okay lots of things to kill you there uh yeah but it fits in with my dream of going and becoming a cartoon dog and just raising your family okay well to you be know, like my hero bandit from bluey you know that's not well i know it won't I won't be a cartoon dog. I feel like you don't know, though. But, I feel like you think you know, but in your heart, that little, that little tiny Grinch-style heart of yours, and it's only small because you're so angry because it's hot, and I get furious. it. Furious. Yeah, I'm not judging. But in that, in that, that two sizes too small heart, you really do believe you could turn into a cartoon dog if you were just on that well, I I'm not saying it. I don't want it to happen. It would be great. I might even think a little bit that maybe it would. Like, I don't think I step on the continent of Australia and turn into a cartoon dog. That's ridiculous. But maybe there's like an amulet or something I find. Uh, Why do you get to have magical amulets? And anytime I bring up anything like that, you're like, no, that's stupid. Science is real. You're an idiot. But I can turn into a cartoon dog with an amulet. The fucking double standard on this guy. Holy shit. How did the shaggy dog work? I don't even know what you're talking about. I think that was an amulet. What? The shaggy dog, the old Disney movie where a guy turns into a dog. And then the sequel, the shaggy DA, where the dog is appointed district attorney. Yeah, yeah. And then they made it with- Did the uh, dog get appointed or did the dog win a fair election? This is an important point. That's a good question. I don't know if he did it as the dog or as as the- I forget who played it in the original. I think Tim Allen did a remake- uh, when he was taking breaks from uh, being a cocaine dealer. Hmm. Um, man, I don't remember. Well, I'll tell you what. Maybe that'll be Maybe that'll Canada be. Canada would be nice. Maybe the shaggy dog will be our topic. Maybe that's how Ireland. we get to talk about it more. Okay. So we're going to tackle what we're supposed to be doing as opposed yeah. to complaining. Because complaining about how hot it is and wanting to be cartoon dogs. Right. Yeah, we get it. Yeah. So – 
I have in front of me. I said, what's something you want Glenn and I to tackle on the next episode of Improvised Wikipedia? <laughs> what was the first comment, though? First comment was you, and you said, each other, let's <laughs> wrestle. So um, that, that is on the table. I left that on there, and then I and then I turned notifications off after that. So I haven't seen any other ones. So there are a bunch. Uh, at this point, I'm going to need a number between 1 and 10. Hmm. Nine. Oh, excellent number. All right, so this is... Oh, this will be an interesting one. This is from friend of the show, Travis Stoller. Travis would like to know more about... T-Stall? T-Stall would like to know more about Powdered Toast Man. Okay, so... Created for Ren and Stimpy. Heck yeah! Uh, He is... The mascot for the product in the show powdered Powdered toast toast. which is toast that is powdered of course he's a superhero he is a superhero his head is toast his head is toast he has a red cape uh and if i recall did he he fight spider-man he has very strong buttocks if he can clench his buttocks very aggressively Uh, was Uh, he the one who used the flying butt pliers was that his move or is that might have been that one of the several wrestlers that Right, I'm not entirely sure. I know that there was a lot of there was a lot of butt play on that show. So many just beautifully rendered butts. So I mean, I do want to say the creator of Ren and Stimpy sucks shit. Uh, he's a bad guy. Who's the creator? I forget his name, but he sucks. Um, I'm thinking of the voice, not the voice of, not not the guy that voices Fry. No, no, he's fine. He didn't create it. No. Why does he suck? What, what's the uh, He suck? was just like a bad, abusive dickhead. I don't oh, remember the specifics, but uh, he sucks shit. But Ren and Simpy, iconic. Yeah, and I think uh, it's important for, for our, some of our, our younger listeners or our older listeners who may not be familiar with the slice of time where, where Ren and Stimpy really paved the way for... <laughs> A lot of comedians who are now in their thirties. Ren Simpy, oh, huge influence on me. Huge as influence a child. on on a generation. No, there's no cannot overstate. There's no SpongeBob without Absolutely. Ren Correct. It is like literally down to like stylistically. Exactly. Like, there's there's stuff that SpongeBob ape directly from uh, Ren Simpy. And hey, it's fine. Uh, but do it. Oh yeah. But People, the importance you know, pull from artists all the time. That's like the, the, I'm not saying like, oh, SpongeBob just ripped off. No, no. But like the cultural impact that SpongeBob That's has had, like I think is also partially moment in time because you have the internet and all of this stuff that like, kind of like builds to distribution and awareness and 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 whatever. Like had Ren and Stimpy come out, like like Ren and Stimpy could easily be the cultural icon that SpongeBob is if it was in a different moment. Yeah. What's interesting about Ren and Stimpy is that I was allowed to watch it. Very interesting for me, too. Yeah. Uh, was shocked that I was able to watch Ren and Stimpy as a child based on things that I was not allowed to watch. I was not allowed to watch The Simpsons. Nor was I. Uh, weirdly, not allowed to watch Rugrats. Another. Really? Another. Nickelodeon. That's very Saturday strange. morning. Very Sunday strange. morning, right? I don't Is that remember. when they ran their original cartoons? I think it was Sunday morning. I remember. No, I don't know. Coming home from church and watching the Nickelodeon cartoon lineup. Wow, I can't. The Nicktoons lineup. That's shocking to me. So I wasn't allowed to watch Rugrats. Although by the time Rugrats came along, I was a little old for. Yeah, Rugrats. I wasn't Rugrats. Didn't I don't really... think I was dying to watch Rugrats. No, I was more of a Doug guy. But I had younger siblings. Doug, I was a big fan of. Yeah. 
I had younger siblings, and they would watch try to watch Rugrats, and my mom objected because Tommy Pickles would break out of the playpen with the screwdriver he kept in his diaper, and that was apparently setting a bad example. <laughs> but Ren and Stimpy don't whiz on the electric fence. Flying oh, butt pliers. Long. So many butts. So many butts, so many boogers, so gross. That was fine. So gross, so so like cartoon violent. And I think like, the I think the reason the reason why I got away with watching Ren and Stimpy is that it's so weird. My parents genuinely didn't understand what was happening. Yeah, that makes sense. And I don't think if I I don't think I could watch it with my younger siblings. Like I don't think they were allowed. I think it was like Glenn only TV time. My older brother probably didn't give a shit. Uh, like I don't remember watching it with my siblings. I have not watched it as an adult. I have no idea if it holds up. Uh, I watch clips from it sometimes because like I'll get a thing from it stuck in my head. Yeah. And the only way to excise it is to watch Happy Happy Joy Joy oh, happy, again. Happy Joy Joy. I it's it slaps. Yeah, I mean, I would pause it in this moment. Do you remember the remember the it Adult Swim uh, bit of uh, Too Many Cooks? Yeah, there would be no Too Many Cooks without Happy Happy Joy Joy. Happy Happy Joy Joy is like a, a slower burn on that like building insanity. Yeah, it's not exactly the same, but. It just feels like a predecessor. I could it. I could see how the two would be connected. Yeah. Um, it's your old pal Stinky Whizzleteats. How? So let's go back to so Powder Toast, Toast Man. Man. Yeah, he like fights Spider Man. There's a Powder Toast Man versus Spider Man comic book. That's pretty great. That, that was relatively out. recent, wasn't it? No, that was at the time. That was because there was like uh, no, that, the I'm run thinking of the show. Of I'm thinking of the weird crossovers that DC did a few years back. Like the Flintstones? Yeah, yeah. That's on me. Um, I, still, I, I still... I saw a couple pages from Snagglepuss. I'm like, this looks genuinely great, and I haven't, still haven't had a chance to read it. No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> the ones that I read, he's just like chilling in the back of a limo, like just lamenting how life is going. I'm like, this, I want to watch I, sad I Snagglepuss. I, I vaguely remember there being a, a the Flintstones one a didn't. misplaced kerfuffle because I think they made Snagglepuss gay. I remember people being upset about that. I'm like, he's fucking Snagglepuss. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could, you could make the argument that DC did not make Snagglepuss gay. That it was just Snagglepuss. You but. just couldn't say Snagglepuss was gay in the 60s. Yeah. Like, um, but Powder Toast Man in the 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 canon of Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. It is a serial mascot. It exists in the commercials, but then it becomes real almost like Duffman and the Simpsons, right? Yes. Like it's an actual I believe they do interact with Powdered Toast Man in the show. It starts as Ren is making himself some powdered toast and there's like a commercial for powdered toast with uh the Powdered Toast Man commercial that we see and then i do think he i think he does pick ren up with his butt and fly around yeah like and i'm trying to think like i know he's got a call that's like a ripoff of the powdered toast man right which is direct captain caveman yeah ripoff well fine i mean you could put the whole thing on like early radio serial like it just the stylistic like radio serial announcer voice but like i'm trying to think like I don't know that Powdered Toast Man was in more than, like, a handful of episodes. Of that well, that's show. the thing. There's not a ton of Ren and Stimpy episodes. No. Like, how, how, like, what are they, like, 
30? I don't know. I know there's not like 200. No. I know there's like a couple. They they redid it. Like they they brought it back pretty recently and then I think maybe MTV picked it up at one point and started doing original episodes, but I don't remember those. I'm just talking OG shit. Yeah. Uh like mar- like Marooned where they go to space. And they find all the left socks, and they get Space Madness. Yeah. Oh, Space Madness. Um, Space Madness would be a great episode. It's lost. Not, not gonna have a Wikipedia page though. Space Madness. Yeah. The I don't think that I don't think I mean specifically that in episode. context of Ren Hoek. Yeah. Going insane. No, it, that, in that would episode. just be like a disam big. But Space Madness probably has a. Oh yeah. There's been there's been studies on people losing in isolation and stuff, specifically in the context of like. Hey, are astronauts going to lose their shit up there? Like, we're, yeah. we are sending them up into space all by themselves in weird boxes. Is this going to be okay for them, you think? I do I do want to take a really, very brief break from talking about Space Madness, Ryan Stimpy, and Powder Toast Man here to just paint a little bit of a word picture. Because I think our, our, our listeners don't get to see the ridiculousness that we're sitting in right now. So, no. like, it's fucking hot. You guys know that. We're so bitching hot. about oh it because God. we're just whiny babies, right? I just, I just want to move away yeah. to a different country because it's not hot in other countries, John. It's just it's beautiful, especially famously not hot yeah. Australia. Yeah, right? Great. So, like, yeah, have fun with your warm Christmas, you weirdo. <laughs> uh, but so, so since we started recording this episode, the sun has set. <laughs> yes. And there's no lights on. Like, we no. didn't have any of the lights on up here to keep the temperature down, which is fine. So we only have, like, a little bit of ambient light coming in a couple windows. So we're both, like, cloaked in shadow yeah. 10 feet apart from each other. Like, eye contact, it's not happening. Like, I, it's – I mean, I'm looking in your general direction, but I – I can't see the Between how dark it is and my bad bad eyes, like, I don't – I can't – I yeah. can tell you have a face. Yeah. You could be sitting there with your eyes closed right now. I'd, I'd have no idea. Yeah. No, like, I, I just think about, you know, my, my wonderful wife downstairs in the beautiful air conditioning could come up here at any point and, like, just two yeah. grown-ass <laughs> chub lords sitting you, in an addict. What are you guys doing? Oh, you're just sitting in a dark, hot attic drinking seltzer talking about powdered <laughs> toast man for some reason? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, I'm just thinking about my life up until this point. I'm like, yeah, that tracks. You know, if you would have asked 16-year-old me, what do you think, you know, oh, you're going to be sure. doing in your late 30s? I don't know, sitting in an attic recording yeah. I'm going to be about... talking on the internet about Powdered Toast Man. Oh, yeah. And tracks. because of a global pandemic, it's the closest thing to a real job that I will have. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, there's no air conditioning. Oh, yeah, that tracks. Yeah, that, yeah that, that, that feels like, that feels spot on. But, like, I don't know, like, how, like... There's not much more to Powdered Toast Man other than just pure, unadulterated, like, just freaking nostalgia on our point. But, like, let's break this down. Like, his head is toast. His head is toast. But it's regular toast, so it's been Well, re- he like you, like, scrape, like, yeah. the toast crumbs. Mm-hmm. That's what Powdered Toast is. Right. right? So you, he, like, scrape. But, like, it's not like he can, like... ASMR wasn't, like, a term people were throwing around in there, but no. the clip with Powdered Toast Man where he's scraping toast flakes Mm -hmm. or whatever off of his head. That's if you, if he's the source, this is like a Futurama slurm situation. If ASMR does it for you, go back and watch that clip. I feel like it would make your brain tingle or whatever. I don't, not impacted by ASMR stuff. So yeah, no, nor I, I don't know. I've tried. At least not sober me. It's caught. Like I get that. It's calming to have somebody like, talk quietly into a microphone yeah. but the thing where they're like oh it makes like my brain t- i don't 
Yeah, no. I don't know what that is. I don't have that, I guess. No. But if I did, Powder Toastman would for sure set it off. Hell yeah. When he's, he's like scraping his head like, onto Ren's plate. I don't know, Because he's out of Powder like, imagine Toast. If, imagine if we went downstairs right now and I was going to whip you up a snack and I pulled out a butter knife, rubbed it against my face, and fed yeah. it to you. Yum. Yum, oh, yum, yum. Oh, God. It's gross. That's all I'm saying. It is gross. You fired like, up so much with of that Ren beard trimmer you got. We, John and I, we found out right before we started recording this episode that John and I have the same beard trimmer. Yeah. It's a nice one. It is. It's a... It's a new level of friendship with someone when you realize that you you share uh, the same model of. It's great. Trimmer. It's a Remington. It's uh, cordless. Yep. And it wor- It does. It just works a treat. Yeah, it's great. You have to oil it like once a year. Yeah. Maybe. Who boy? Otherwise, it gets pinchy when you do. Oh uh, yeah, nobody. You likes don't want that. pinchy. Um, was Ren and Stimpy part of Snick? No. No. It was a Nicktoon. No, I know it was a Nicktoon, but didn't they cycle? They the, the lineup of Snick has changed many times over the years. Snick, you got Roundhouse. You uh-huh. got Are You Afraid of the Dark? You yeah. got all that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you had the no, secret life wait. of Alex Mack for a little bit. Wait. No. Yeah. I don't think all that was Snick. No, it would have been weird to have that and Roundhouse. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, because it was the it was aim- Snick was aimed at older kids. Yeah, and all that all was, that was like, hey, what's up, you dumb babies? What if SNL? But you idiots. Uh, it was all that was <laughs> all that was great. Okay. Um, uh, Poor Kel see. Mitchell. I mean, I guess he makes a living, but like he got the short end of that stick. Uh, I mean, which one of them was in Mystery Men? So mm. who's the real winner? It's true. Kel does like nightclub appearances where he like they they do like orange soda night themes, yeah, and stuff like that. So I guess that's okay work. It's like how uh, it's like how the cast of the the second players on The Office are doing like minor league baseball appearances. Well, that yeah, pays them pretty well. Sure, good on you. Yeah. Uh, who I don't I don't. I lost it. I don't know what we're talking about. Powder Toast Man, but I don't remember where we were in the conversation. Oh, so Snick. hot. We're trying to What's the, the lineup of Snick? Snick? It was Are You Afraid of the Dark? Roundhouse. Roundhouse sure. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, I don't think Alex. I think Alex Mack was another like Saturday, Sunday afternoon. No, I don't think jam. so. I think, it, I think, I think it, was... it either premiered on Snick or it was. I mean, it didn't last long, let's be honest. I don't think so. That's huh. what I'm saying. Well, okay. We'll tell you what. When we get to the You're end. You're telling me Ed Harris. Academy Award winner, maybe, slash Snick icon. Ed Harris? That doesn't track. Oh, my God. Yeah, it does. Ed Harris is a goddamn treasure. Um, what else was Snick? Roundhouse. Are you afraid of the dark? Are you afraid of the dark? I mean, it might have even started with Clarissa back in the day. Like, she didn't start on Snick, but they might have moved it there for the launch. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you what. When we'll we have get, to look it up. We're yeah. going to look it we'll up, look it up after, after. Yeah, it, we'll, we'll, we'll do it as part of the episode, too, so we won't leave you hanging, um, um, metaphorical listeners, at this point. If you haven't turned us, turned it off because we're just yeah. masturbating about how much we love Ren and Stimpy. Well, I guess what are Powdered Toast Man's powers? He can fly. He can fly. He can, he can produce powdered toast. He can use his buttocks to pick things he up. He can carry... Small dogs in his butt. Specifically, Chihuahuas is the only one that we have actual proof of. Yeah. I haven't seen him with, like, a terrier. Yeah, or, like, a like a Frenchie. Huh. 
Does he have buttery nipples? I mean, do his nipples it excrete does, butter? Here's the thing: you're you're being absurdist, but like that's Ren and Stimpy. Like that actually. No, feels, this is a genuine yeah, that question. Feels on brand that I feel like yeah. it genuinely might be a thing from the episode. And if he doesn't, it was a straight <clears throat> up, straight up missed opportunity. I think he scrapes some toast crumbs off of his head, and I believe he squirts a little butter on there. And yeah, I think the might. butter might come from his nipples. I think you're right. Because this was 90s television. This was like Dana Carvey as Clinton breastfeeding people. <clears throat> right, right. And that's why his show got canceled. Yeah. But it still happened. It did. Like, oh, what's up, Home Improvement audience? Do you want Bill Clinton breastfeeding on television? No, you don't? Turns All right. Out, well, nobody wanted that. We're going to cancel this show, but everybody who worked on it is going to go on to great things in comedy. And some of them are going to be real pieces of shit. All right. Let's wind this down. Last thoughts on Powdered Toast, man. You got to think there was some backlash. It was Ren and Stimpy backlash. There was Ren and Stimpy backlash. specific Powdered Toast. I think there might have been some Powdered Toast controversy. What? Because of the butt stuff. I think... Because he picked Ren Hoek up with his mighty butt cheeks and flew him in the air. Someone, possibly my own mother, complained. (laughs) My mom wrote a letter to Mark Summers once. Oh, my gosh. Did she get a response? Because on the show, What Would You Do? Not Uh the one that's on now with John Quinones. Is that the host of the, like... Dateline uh, version. Or no, whatever. this this is the this the was a Mark Dare, Summers double dare like, spinoff. F- fun silly show. Yeah. Uh, same premise, right? Yeah. Like hidden camera show. They try to get people to do <laughs> things they wouldn't normally do. Right. But it's kids and it's doing like ridiculous stuff. Yeah. They had a little person try to get children to agree to let him sit on their shoulders in a trench coat so he could get on a roller coaster because <laughs> he wasn't tall enough. <laughs> It's a pretty good bit. And my mom, I love, I love two anything stacked in a trench coat. It's always funny. My mom, it's just amazing. Incensed, wrote a letter to Mark Summers on our dining room table while I so like sat there crying, begging her not to send oh it my God. because I thought Mark Summers would be mad at me. Right, right. So, just it's worth saying out loud. Just a casual reminder: this podcast is not a replacement for therapy, Glenn. We're I just, just specifically trying to write better Wikipedia. Look, this entries. is the second week in a row. No, second in three weeks that Mark Summers has come up on the podcast. Yeah. And I don't want him to be mad at me. Who do you think Mark Summers represents in your life? The host of Double Dare and, to a lesser extent, Unwrapped. Oh, it doesn't get enough love, Unwrapped. That was a great show. On it is a great show to watch in a hotel room. Yeah. All right. Well, we're gonna take a break, and when we come Watch back, we're gonna, are made or whatever. we're gonna see what Wikipedia has to say about powdered toast man. Hey everyone, it's me, John, here with Glenn, your hosts of the Improvised Wikipedia That's right. podcast. You know, you've been listening to our voice this entire time, presumably, because this is not gonna be at the be weird if you episode. skipped ahead to the ads. Yeah, it'd be so weird. Oh God. Well, good news. 
um, because we're back with another ad, and you know that we only accept our eight dollar ad fee mm. from mm. from only the good stuff from products and services and, and people that we personally believe in or use. Uh, our our backing is behind all of the products that we represent yes. here on the podcast. We fully endorse every single product we've ever advertised on the show. Glenn, who do we got? Who paid the eight dollars no this week? Halliburton. This week, do you mean Tyrese Halliburton? The, no, I mean the bad company that uh, I think makes missiles, or maybe oh, yeah. is like a private security firm that oh, for boy. sure did murders. So wait, do you do you support them? Yeah. Oh, love all the good work that they do. Really? That I'm pretty sure. I think they still do. What? I think they did a super good job, uh, being a secret army in the several Iraq wars. Uh, I love how. Hey. Glenn? They circumvent a Glenn. lot of legal restrictions that you would think, well, of course that would be illegal to do, but they do it anyway. Because I love the energy that that brings. What? Where they're just like, Glenn, we're, are, we have so much money, we're above the law. Glenn, are you reading Goop again? <laughs> what's, going, what's going this on This week we're also brought to you by Goop, a very good website that brings well-researched factual articles on a lot of good things like what crystals you should stick where. Glenn, we're not. No, no, we're not taking money from either of those tar terrible organizations. Stop, stop. No, bud, it's okay. This week is brought to you by Amazon, a I, good company that's doing good in the world. I mean, like, no, I don't really want to take their money either, even though I know I'm part of the problem there. This week is brought to you by Exxon Mobil. What are you doing, Glenn? Stop, bud. Here. We made. We made a list. We've made $32. All these companies paid me money, and I took it because money is important to me, uh, and penguins aren't. Penguins, fuck them. Use 8% off penguins with the code. Who gives a shit anymore? Oh, God. Are you killing penguins? Are you actively killing penguins? No. But I'm passively killing them by accepting this blood money. From bad companies. All right, we're back. What I can only assume was an uplifting ad. Break. Uh, it's probably very good, very good, powerful, very powerful messages. All right, Glenn, we have a predicament here. Oh, there's balls. No, there's no actual Come on. page for Wikipedia. powdered toast, man. Now, when I when I enter it in, it does offer He's a me fucking icon. It offers me the list of Ren and Stimpy show characters, the list of Ren and Stimpy show episodes, and then there how is many, a page for the Ren and Stimpy how show. How many epis on there? Um, let me just go to that list really quick. Oh, it just it just redirected me to the whole Ren and Stimpy page? No. Let's just go to the Ren and Stimpy page. It'll be there. Okay, so the Ren and Stimpy show, also known simply as Ren and Stimpy, is an American animated television series and multimedia franchise created by some asshole whose name I don't want to pronounce, and apparently he sucks anyway. It's hard to say his name, but also he is a real piece of shit, so we don't have to say yeah. it. Uh, it was originally produced by Spumco for Nickelodeon and premiered August 11th, 1991, and ended on October 20th, 1996. 96? Yeah. Longer run than I would have thought. Huh was one of the first original animated series known as a Nicktoon alongside Rugrats and Dugs. Uh, in contrast with the other shows on the network, the series is considered controversial for its dark humor, sexual innuendos, adult humor, violence, and shock value. 
A lot of violence, a lot of shock value. The controversy contributed to the production staff's altercations with Nickelodeon's standards and practices departments. The series ended its original run on Nickelodeon on December 16, 1995, with a total of five seasons and 51 episodes. In addition to Spumco's failure to deliver episodes on time and their deteriorating relationship with the network, uh, that led to uh, the creator being fired from the show only a year into it. Uh, and uh, games animation produced the remainder of the series. One episode was originally left unaired until it was broadcast on MTV in 1996. Nonetheless, Ren and Simpy Show received very positive reviews and quickly developed a cult following. It is considered by many to have a long-lasting influence on television animation. We um, said that pretty yeah. verbatim. So oh, we win. Yeah, there was a reboot. We said that too. Uh, in two thousand three, and then this that's last year they announced they had ordered a, a second revival. Yeah, um, I, I hit. But both it's those going. Points. This revival is going to be produced without that jackass who created it. Yeah, so that's good. All right. Do so you th- think in the revival because they're making it for adults, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're not eight year olds don't give a shit about a Ren and Stimpy reboot. No. It's there's very so many, dark in here now, and it there's is so very many butts. Ominous. I just see like the glow from your phone. Uh, are we going to see Powder Toast Man's hog? I hope so. In the reboot, like, just... and will it be a breakfast sausage? <laughs> and will it excrete butter? Or like so syrup, many, maybe? I don't know. so many unanswered questions about Powder Toast Man's big thick hog. You got to think he's packing. So here's something like the premise of the show is the. Do you think the Wikipedia this. page, even though it doesn't exist for Powder Toast Man, would say, "Yeah, he's got, he's got an 11 inch dong." Maybe. So the, uh, I did you realize that the show was set in the 50s and 60s? Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, I, I don't remember it. I didn't. Click it has a lot of that aesthetic. Yeah. Where like they would interact with a family or a housewife, and it would be like a dad with a pipe and the mom in like an apron and high heels and stuff yeah so i don't think i realized it was set then but like clearly influenced by shows of that era Hmm. i mean so the ren and stimpy page is is pretty pretty good but um we're not here we're specifically looking for powdered toast man powdered toast i'm scrolling a little bit we did billy west is the voice actor who plays uh stimpy uh um and also Fry on Futurama. Oh, a bunch of stuff. Billy West is all over. He's great. He's great. He did a great interview on my friend Ken Plume's uh, podcast, Bit of a Chat. We've talked about other podcasts a lot on our podcast, John. We do. And yet no other podcasts talk about us. What the fuck is that about other yeah. podcasts? Hey, come on. Come on, Serial. Drop us a mention. Come God. on, fucking My Favorite Murder. Oh. Man, I'm still scrolling. All right. So we know Powder Toast Man's hog is going to be enormous in the mm-hmm. reboot. Who's he going to kiss? I mean, the horse. Him, no, I'm thinking Ren. Mm, maybe Ren. You're thinking of Mr. Horse specifically. Yeah, Mr. Horse is great. Of all the characters on Ren and Stimpy, I don't know. I'm talking like this. I think that I think genuinely the heat is like really getting to me. Yeah. Oh no, it sucks. 
Mr. Horror is so goddamn funny to me as a child. Because mm-hmm. you know what he's going to say. He's going to say, no, sir. I didn't like it. No, sir. Don't like it. And it's hilarious every time. And I got so excited as a kid when yeah. they would cut to Mr. Horse. Because it's like, he's going to say the thing. He's going to say it. So I have news for you. I did <laughs> scroll back to the list of characters. And on the list of characters, there is a decent section on Powdered Toast Man um, that I'm going to read to you right now. How decent is the section on <laughs> we'll find out. Powdered Toast Man. Powdered Toast Man, voiced by Gary Owens in his first appearances and Darren J. Sargent in the first Powdered Toast Man commercial, Corey Burton in Nicktoons, is a melodramatic superhero and spokesperson for Powdered Toast, the breakfast treat that, quote, tastes just like sawdust. He was based on a Frank Zappa-inspired character called Studebaker Hawk from the song Billy the Mountain. I'm not that familiar with Frank Zappa's work. I should be more familiar with his work, but I am not. I think I think we would both like it a lot. I think that, and then anytime I put it on, I think, I don't actually like this. But I don't like listening to songs I don't already know. Hmm. I just want to listen to Harvey Danger forever. The character appeared in various Powdered Toast commercials within the Ren and Stimpy show and starred in two of its episodes, Powdered Toast Man vs. Waffle Woman and Powdered Toast Man uh, featuring Frank Zappa as the Pope. Powdered Toast Man hides his true identity behind the disguise of Pastor Toast Man, a youthful deacon. Powers and abilities. This is the part about his hog. <laughs> Powdered Toast Man is endowed with various abilities and, like many superheroes, has a mysterious background and alter ego. The character's catchphrase is, Leave everything to me! Powdered Toast Man can We should have gotten that. F- I would not have realized that. Powder Toast Man can fly either by releasing special flatulence Mm -hmm. or by inserting his head into a special toaster and launching from it or merely by pushing off from the ground. He also flies backwards. Fuck, we should have gotten the backwards flying thing. It's unforgivable that we left that off. He can hover in midair as well. His powers include some offensive weapons, including high-velocity raisins (laughs) shot from his mouth. Huge hawk. Hyper-corrosive croutons fired from his armpit. Butter pats that are launched launched from the top of his head. Oh, that's not where nipples are. And hyperacidic marmalade from his navel. <laughs> that's close. There are several signals that alert Powdered Toast Man to danger. His tongue phone, the inflation of his briefs, the dissipation of toast particles yeah, in his the, head. The inflations of the briefs, yeah. that's all about his yeah. big hog. Or the reading of emergency messages encoded in slices of olive loaf. <laughs> He apparently is made of entirely powdered toast, as he can produce fully formed similar toast by flicking his wrist or by separating his head, which is made of two pieces of toast, uh, and scraping the interior with a butter knife. His head is therefore depicted as being made of two identical pieces of toast, each complete with a face. Uh, By day, he is Pastor Toastman, a cool youth deacon. His disguise is composed of a pair of thick black spectacles and a pastor's collar, a parody of Superman's thinly disguised alter ego. Uh, pastor Toastman's office also serves as his headquarters, and he is served by a lovely young female assistant named Catholic High School Girl, and is strongly suggested that the two have a romantic relationship. Again, created by a real piece of garbage. <laughs> hey, uh, don't worry, there's more. There's a section called Accomplishments. Most of, most of Powdered Toast Man's accomplishments are dubious. If he ever succeeds, it is usually accidental and at the cost of unintentionally inflicting havoc on someone else. Additionally, he fights for the sake of ignorance and prejudice. 
Um, and then there's examples. Uh, he saves a kitten from being run over at the cost of an airliner, which he shoots down. Uh, he fights Spider-Man. Um, I've, I've mentioned this several times. Several times, because it's one of the only things I remember. He saves the Pope from the clutches of Muddy Mudskipper. How or why Muddy Mudskipper kidnapped the Pope is unclear, but it is clear, <laughs> clear that after Powdered Toast Man frees the Pope from the barrel of TNT he was strapped to, he pleases Muddy, muddy in there. It's muddy. Yeah, so there's just a lot of that. Um, and then there's a section on Powdered Toast. You want to hear that? That's the end of it. Yeah, hit me. So, um, I'm learning a lot. The product is toast in powder form. It comes in a can with an aerated top, allowing the toast to be sprinkled out in a manner similar to that of shredded Parmesan cheese. Um, That's like, it's it's not a bad idea because it's basically breadcrumbs. Powdered toast is never seen being consumed with butter, jam, or cream cheese, possibly because of the fragile nature of the toast could not support such spreads. Though it is, quote, jam-packed with vitamin F. For fat hog. Well, I think we win because there is no page, and we talked way more about... <clears throat> well, I mean, there's not a page, so yes, we win. Yeah. There That's should be. That's quite a bit of information for there to not be a separate page. Yeah, that was That's on the Wikipedia's list of characters. Failure. Honestly, like, that list of characters should just be on the Ren and Stimpy show page. We should absolutely uh, not be forgiven for failing to mention that he Flies does fly backwards. backwards. Yeah, that one was tough. The marmalade belly button, I kind of remembered. Leave everything to me, I do remember when you said it. Like, I can hear Powdered Toast Man. Leave everything to me. Like, I hear it in my brain. Um... They did not mention his hog enough. No, not nearly enough. For me. Um, or his butt. Yeah. Like, surprising. I'm pretty sure he picks Ren up with his butt. Yeah. I do think it is a wrestler character that Ren and Simpy find in a different episode who uses the flying butt pliers, which is where you pick your opponent up with your butt and yeah. then jump up in the air and land on them. I don't know. Well, But Travis... I do think I think Powder Toastman gets Ren up in them cheeks Probably. at some point. He clap them in there, clap them up real nice, slam that thing down. Well, Travis, this has all been your fault. Thanks for the suggestion. Um, yeah. Travis, how big you think Power Toast Man's hog is? Buddy? Yeah, let us know in the comments. Leave a comment. No, leave a better, five star review. Yeah, leave a five star review on iTunes where the text of the review just describe Powder Toast Man's big thick hog, and then yeah. we'll know that you really enjoy the show. Well, there you have it. That's this week's episode. I'm fucking done talking because I God, just. Glenn and I are going to go take a cold shower together. It's so this is hot. fucking gross. And I smell so bad. Ugh. <laughs>